0: You are listening to the Aim to Win in Business and Life podcast with Tony Coleman Brown, where we believe that in life, you're either winning or learning, but never losing. So let's get ready to win with Tony Coleman Brown.
1: Greetings and welcome to the podcast. On today's episode of the Aim to Win in Business and Life podcast, you're going to hear from Dina Kareem. Dina is the founder of Goodies mixes and they are low carb and healthy mixes where all you have to do is add your favorite eggs or butters and you can create your own healthy brownies and cookies and sweet treats. But the key about her product and what makes them great and special is the fact that they do not contain any sugar. So they are low carb friendly and keto friendly mixes that you can purchase and actually enjoy them in the comfort of your own home. If you want to head over to her website to check out the products, go to goodies, G O O D D E E S dot com and enter in the code Tony Saves 15. That's T O N I S A V E S 15 so that you can save 15% on your order from goodies dot com. In this episode, you're gonna learn a lot about Dina. You're gonna learn about how she started her business. She's a fabulous businesswoman, and she's actually a joy to interview. I really enjoyed myself on this interview and you will be able to tell by the questions and how everything just flowed. I believe that I found a, a new friend and you will too. And you will fall in love with Dina the same way that I did in this interview. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to up level your business, pay attention to a few great clues that Dina leaves in this interview. So get ready to learn and get ready to win right now. So we are on and we are live and welcome, welcome, welcome everyone and hello and if we ever are able to just go live on Facebook then we'll get that going on. But I am so excited because tonight I have Dina Karim, Karim on and she is the founder of Good D's um, Mixes and I have to just tell the story of how I met her. I met her on Instagram. And I was so excited to be able to you know, reach out to her. And you know, sometimes when you meet people on Instagram and you reach out to them, they're, they're not so nice and they're not so friendly. But I have to tell you that Dina was just extremely friendly. And when I asked her if she would come on live on the podcast, she just immediately said yes. And so I was just so excited that she said yes and that she decided to come on with me. I have a series of questions to ask her, and, you know, we're just going to jump right into this interview, because I recently started the Keto Lifestyle, and it's actually been very beneficial to me. I've seen an increase in my energy, Dina. I've lost about 20 pounds, and, you know, I'm working towards getting back to my pre-pregnancy weight, look, 21 years later. (laughs)
0: 14.
1: Fourteen. Be fair to yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Fourteen years later. Yes. Let's go by the last one. Fourteen years you later. You only go
0: by the last child. That's what
1: okay. Okay. So fourteen years later, and you know, and I just met. I met some incredible people online, and I was just so excited that you decided to say yes and come on board. Um, why don't you just? Tell everyone that's on, you know. Tell them about yourself, who you are, and how how did you get started on this keto journey? Like, I know, you know, I don't know how many years, fifteen years ago, almost or five no, years no, five, ago. Five, five, yeah, five, five.
0: On six. Um, okay. Crazy. I actually had just had my son in my first in 2012, Mr. Ibby, He's six now and my metabolism changed my body changed and what I used to do before I think because I yo-yoed so often and so frequently before I had him my weight I would either be like a pretty good weight or then I would just balloon and it would just go up and down up and down so I'm pretty sure I wreaked havoc on my metabolism Mm -hmm. and after I had him my body my hormones everything was so different that no matter what I did I just couldn't I didn't have energy I was like I'm in my late 20s and I have a baby, like it shouldn't be like this. So mm-hmm. that's when I started doing research. I still remember he was eight months old and then I started going online. And at first I saw Duke diet and then I was like, I, I can't do it. And so <laughs> I did it for a little bit. I was like, I'm going to, I'm not feeling well. And then I, you know, transitioned to Atkins cause I remember it worked for me in high school. And then with all the research that I was doing online, Atkins became not, it became like my lifestyle became from Atkins to keto Genic, and then I just went full force and I loved it and from there I really haven't looked back so it's been pretty amazing to me it wasn't just about I have to like say it wasn't just about weight I mean I think initially that's what it usually is for a lot of people but it really healed a lot of things with me and my relationship with food and Mm -hmm. it let me enjoy food again I don't feel like there's good or bad anymore I just feel like this tastes really good and now i'm full and and we're good and i'm not scared of fat anymore so it's been a lot of things
1: (laughs) well that's that's good and i mean did you feel like the incredible energy and did you feel like the brain boost because i know that i i experienced that
0: i i do i did i definitely don't need as much sleep you know, I, and I work a lot. So and with the two, I have two kids. I have my six-year-old and my two-year-old Gus. And, um, with both of them, I definitely feel like I can keep up with them. It's been really nice. And then if I ever do have an off day or if I'm on vacation and maybe I'm not, you know, hitting the macros or I'm not in ketosis, I definitely feel a little different for sure. I, mm-hmm. and I don't have the benefits of that. So I, yeah, there's, there's a lot of positives to it for sure.
1: So now every, is everybody in the house keto or is it just you, just you? Just me. (laughs) So how do you handle that? How do you handle that? Do you find yourself having to, you know, cook meals for them and then cook certain things for you? Or is it that you cook the same things for them, but then just make sure you have your keto friendly stuff available for you? That's
0: that's pretty much it. Uh, Basically the protein is the same for all of us. And then, for side dishes no one really loves cauliflower like I love cauliflower so me too I love cauliflower and it just drives my mom crazy she's like stop eating it I was like I love it so (laughs) you know I can eat a whole head of it um so they are not really on the cauliflower train 100% so I'll make them what they want and you know some days they like and I just let my kids try it too I'm like you don't know you don't like it you don't know if you don't like it if you don't try it so they'll, they'll humor me and they'll try it. And then sometimes they like it and sometimes they don't. And I don't, I don't sweat it. So I, I definitely cater to myself in that. And I cater to them. Right. Like it, it's a little tiring, but then once you do it, you get used to it. And it's like not even a big deal anymore. Cause if right. you think about it a long time ago when we were doing other, like this has become my lifestyle, but when it was, mm-hmm. when I was doing diets per se, like in the past, um, were we not eating different things as well? Like when, when I was living at home with my parents, and my mom makes the best food and I was like eating something on the side that, because it was the diet at the time. And I'm just like, so it's not too different, except now I can actually eat like the really good foods right. <laughs> with, the, with my family. So that's really right.
1: good. That's, that's what I love about um, keto. I, I have found that Thanksgiving wasn't that different. Nothing is that different. Different Sunday dinners are not that different. It's just that they have different sides, you know. The side and, dishes, for sure. Right, it's Right. The side dishes. And the yeah. Desserts. Right. Right. Well, you know, I we don't we don't do too many desserts around here anymore. But they actually they do. And let me stop. My kids, they they <laughs> love junk food. They love. I'm looking over. I see some little bites. You know what I mean? So I buy the things that they like. Because, you know, we wouldn't have a happy household if they didn't have their junk. But then I buy the things that I need for me as well. And, yeah. you know, do you find that you have to do a lot of meal prepping?
0: Um, you know, not really. I, I mean, I like, I'm always in the kitchen anyway. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and oh, been- so you like to cook. I love to cook. Oh wow! So I don't, I don't feel like it's this chore for me. So I kind of like to make it on the day of, and I like to think like, what can I make with what I have in the freezer? So not it yes. waste. So it's very much a move that I've seen from my mom growing up. Like she would able to just like make up dishes with right. what we have. and so I usually do that. And my kids have their favorites, and my husband has his favorites. So I'm already baking because I love to be in the I just love to be in the kitchen. It's like that and grocery stores are my favorite places to be, which is sad, but it's true.
1: (laughs) So tell us about because you are a businesswoman. Yes. So tell us about that transition from you know just loving the lifestyle and you know loving baking and figuring out how to make your love for baking work on a ketogenic diet and How did this all come about? Because I know there are lots of women out there that have ideas, want to start businesses, and they just don't know what foot to put forward first. So tell us about that.
0: Yeah, of course. So I had started and then I, you know, started cooking, you know, kind of the same, but like you said, different sides and experimenting. Mm -hmm. And then in 2014, I really got, I've always liked to bake and I really got into experimenting with everything with the different flowers now, the nut-based flowers, the seed-based, seed-based flowers, um, just a lot of different ingredients that maybe are not in everyone's pantry and really getting to know the alternative sweeteners that won't raise blood glucose levels or kick anyone out of ketosis like erythritol and using stevia and then I would bake it and my husband's like, hey, this is pretty good. And I actually took it to my sister and she goes these it was chocolate chip cookies and so she goes these are really good you should sell them so I mean she made this really small comment and I literally took it and ran with it
1: oh wow in, in 2014
0: and then I remember December 2014 I she had a like a like a show for like a It was kind of like not like a trade show just like this little thing where vendors were coming together and Mm -hmm. i said i'm gonna leave a plate of my cookies and i wrapped them up and i spent so much time baking them like it was i still remember and i left them and then i was so nervous i just left And so she called me she goes, where are you i was like oh i had to go pick up i only had one son then and then she goes everyone loves the cookies they want to meet you they want to know what you did i was like what they liked it she goes yeah and it's really just having that confidence because you're so nervous in the beginning
1: right
0: and so she said everyone liked it so I remember I went and I was introducing myself and talking to them and they're like wow this is really good I just can't believe it doesn't have sugar in it And I was like well no it's true and then I thought okay let me release cookies and after doing the research and I really researched a lot Uh
1: uh-oh okay I don't know what happened Yeah, sorry (laughs) I don't know either
0: Um, I decided after that, I was like, you know what? I didn't know if I wanted to do coconut oil. I didn't know if I wanted to do grass-fed butter. I was like, let me make a mix. And that's really how it transitioned. I was like, let me make a mix. And then whoever buys it can add what they want. So if they're dairy-free, they have the dairy-free option. And so then that was around March, April of Mm -hmm. 2015. And then Mm -hmm. I did all the paperwork for my LLC. By the summer, that was completed. I found my co-packer because in New York, you can't do anything from your house. I had to have a co-packer, which is expensive. So I used, I was also working at the time and I saved everything and everything I could put on the side. I did it for my very first run. That was super small. Finding even a co-packer that would do the run was really hard because they want to do big runs because otherwise they don't to make money. Right. So they did the, they did the run for me and I remember thinking God this is so much money <laughs> but I was like yeah it was I still remember and it makes me happy because I see that it grew but and I had all these boxes in my apartment and then I launched it October 23rd three days before money. 2015 three days before my 31st birthday because I had a goal to start my own company when I'm 30 and I was like I'm still 30 (laughs) (laughs) I'm still 30 like I'm literally I have three days of the deadline I'm still 30 it counts right I know it's very silly in my head it made no but that's
1: that's good that's good
0: yeah so then I started to sell then and then um, a month later I found out I was pregnant with my second and then in 2016 um i was 8 months pregnant and i got actually let go from my job okay and then i that was a layoff that
1: paid off
0: um no cuz i was a contractor so oh okay yeah and so i still remember that happened i was like eek and then i had just finalized the brownie mix so i had i had i was still working and putting the money into the company
1: mm-hmm. and
0: i got let go and I launched the brownie mix. I was like, oh, I'm so stressed out. Like, is this going to work or not? Because there were days I wouldn't make any sales. Right. And I felt really strongly about the mixes. And then I was in the hospital uh, doing my C-section. And then oh wow! I, I took my phone just to look at it. I was like, I wonder how it's doing. I had just launched the brownie mix in July, end of July. And it was number one on Amazon.
1: Oh, wow.
0: And I was wow. like, <laughs> And I told my husband, he's like, what? And I was like, hold on, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm healing from a C-section. So <laughs> right, 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 right. So then I spoke with my husband and we talked about it. He's like, okay, this is like, we have something here. Like this is, you know, you it's no more doing two things at the same time, like your other job and this it's, this is the time now if you're gonna do it,
1: do it, go for
0: it, do it. And I haven't looked back, so.
1: So now on Amazon, are you part of Amazon FBA? Yes, it
0: is Fulfillment by Amazon. Thank okay. you. Okay. Sometimes people get very frustrated with me and I'm like, I promise you, I wasn't sending it to you. Amazon should take care of that. It is FBA.
1: So um, you were shipping it to Amazon and they were fulfilling the orders. They were. Yeah. Okay. But Yeah.
0: yeah. But then I came back from, because I had my son in Texas, because uh, my family's
1: there you from, from I'm from Louisiana, New oh Orleans. My
0: gosh, no way! Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Ray, Austin, Texas, and I had both my kids in Austin. Even oh wow! Every. I think my husband was more than okay with it because I wasn't like I was a very weepy, slightly moody pregnant woman. And so yeah, I mean, okay. like my, mom. my mom was like, "I want to take care of her." He's like, "My dad's like, yay!" And then he was like, <laughs> i think the first time he was like okay i guess and then the second time he's like you really should do it there i was like i don't know maybe i'll do in new york he was no i think you should do it in texas (laughs) so i was like "Hmm." oh
1: that's (laughs) nice it
0: was nice it was nice nice. um yeah that's very nice yes i came back gus was only three four weeks and i had a lot of orders to fulfill and i was still fulfilling so i had a lot of boxes and a crib in our room because you know how new york is yes Oh my gosh. And so I remember I would be breastfeeding and printing out the labels and doing the bags. You are a
1: super woman. I
0: wasn't, I just remember thinking like, how am I going to do this? And, and and then I would put a bunch of the bags under the, we have like those giant strollers. And so if if it was his nap time, I would walk with him and Ibby because there was like a stool for Ibby to stand on and we would go and dump it into the post office and then come wow. back and my husband would help me and he would take the bags in the morning as many as he could on his way to work and he's like, wow hold on, hold on like let me find a bag that would hold it <laughs> uh, I know and then eventually um I was doing that since I started I did it for over a year and a half before I found the fulfillment center because it's expensive so you want to cut costs as much as you can and right in the beginning definitely so I definitely penny pinched
1: <laughs> you bootstrapped it part. I did yeah you bootstrapped it but you did what I you definitely had to did.
0: do not on yeah. ingredients and because I spent so much and still do on ingredients I never mm-hmm. cut corners on there but right. I cut corners on other things like me myself putting the labels on the bags to save like however much it was It's nice to remember it now, to be honest. Like I smile.
1: (laughs) It's a good memory. Because, I mean, you were having, you were delivering one baby and birthing another baby at the same time. Yes. the company is your baby. You're delivering a, a, you know, and it's, hey, look at that.
0: It's crazy. Like I still remember seeing all the boxes because, you know, the shipments would come here Mm -hmm. um, and I couldn't order too many at a time. Well, one, cost restraints, and two, space restraints. Right. And so by the time I had a third skew, which was the snickerdoodle, my husband's like, um, there is literally no room in the apartment. It was like boxes on top of boxes on top of boxes. He's like, like we have nowhere to move. <laughs> and so it was true. It was very claustrophobic for a little bit, but it was fun.
1: Right. So now you have the fulfillment center. Things are a lot easier.
0: I have my my warehouse and I have my, I have Amazon. And so it's, that's what really allows you to expand. Uh, Mm -hmm. You need space and I don't, it's not, and you understand how it is in New York. It's not like you have a garage and you can, it's like you have an apartment and you find places to put the boxes and you have to just figure it out. So. But it
1: was worth it. How are, how is business today?
0: Um, knock on wood. So I don't want to jinx myself. Uh, very good. I'm very lucky. I'm very grateful. I have the nicest customers. I've become friends with many of them, um, which makes me very happy. I knew a lot of them before I started the business because of my, I have my D low Carb cafe account. And that's what I started um, to chronicle like for, you know, chronicling my journey. And I remember, Doing that, and I think I also started that one end of 2013, so mm-hmm. I've stayed in touch with all those people on both the accounts, so it was really cool because when they saw me start on good Ds, they're like, "What?" And so a lot of them became customers and now friends. So it's been very nice. I'm very lucky with the people who support me. I have a very supportive customer base and just really, really good energy around me, so I'm lucky.
1: That is so cool. That is, is. so cool. I'm very so- grateful. I'm very grateful. So where do, you see, where do you see yourself taking this? I mean, I know you said today you launched in a store in Puerto Rico. So tell yes. us a little bit about that.
0: That was very exciting. So I am in a few stores in New York. Okay. And I'm in a couple of stores in California.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I just launched actually on Amazon UK. So that's very exciting. I'm very excited about that. Um, and I'm in Canada. I have a really good relationship with the store there, Switch Grocery. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the owner there. She's amazing. Um, I'm in a couple of other stores in Canada as well, so I've been very lucky. Canada's been very good to me. U.S. has been very good to me, so I've nice. But what is, UK and EU?
1: Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna speak, speak it into existence. It's, you're already a yes, success. I
0: believe it. Put it out there and just yeah. About
1: that. <laughs> so, so tell us, what's the process like? What's that process? like um reaching out to retailers and getting your product you know placed on a shelf it's a it's a lot of communication outreach
0: it is it is um so it's twofold it's you reaching out and communicating with them and then there's the other side where if you're somehow lucky enough to grab their attention Mm -hmm. and they reach out to you it's then once they reach out to you it's you convincing them and that kind of sounds like hey i've heard about you but why should I carry you? And you're like, this is why. And sometimes I think, you know, before I used to be like, oh, sales is like really difficult. And I don't know, this and that. But I think it's because I wasn't passionate about what I was selling. And because this is now my, my company and my baby, and I believe in this so much. I don't feel like I'm hard. It doesn't feel cheap. No, it doesn't. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, but this is why. And this is my journey. And my mom has diabetes and it runs in my family. And I was scared of that. And you know, I think, I think, you know, that's important too. Cause my mom is a huge inspiration to me. She has diabetes and she, when I was growing up, she'd be making all these treats with like random ingredients. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Cause you know, and back then like it was lower sugar. Right. Yeah. And I mean, maybe to, it's, a, it's just interesting to see how that's evolved. So yeah. So there's that. So, I mean, I just think if you really believe in what you're doing it's really just going to be about time and persistence, to be honest with you, because I've so many times in my journey, I've gotten impatient. Or I'll tell my husband, like, you know, in the beginning, I'm telling you days would go where I wouldn't make a sale. And I was like, oh my God, like, is this like, mm-hmm. am I going to make it? And you know, I would get stressed out if my, like my siblings, my sisters, I have three older sisters, like, so how, how's it going? I was like, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. You know, making sales, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and it, and it's just very interesting. Like the moment that I wasn't doing two jobs and, you know, raising my son um, and I just focused on just the company. That's when I feel like really everything kind of came together, which, you know, it's nice. And I, I wish I could have done that earlier, but you have to be smart about it. Mm -hmm. you need, if you need another source of income to come in to fund it, then that's what you have to do. Right. So that's about being patient. And so Mm -hmm. that was hard for me because I'm not exactly patient all the time. And I get very excited and I get the idea. And that's why, you know, when I get an idea and I get very inspired, that's why I have so many mixes now, because I'm like, no, I want this to be released. So I'll be excited about one mix. And then I get the idea for a new one. And then I just go with it. And so that's the creative part of me. But then the business side of me realized you have to be slow and steady. You have to be patient. You really do. And it's so hard, um, but really patience, persistence, and just having the confidence is really the three things that I feel like have benefited me the most throughout this. Because I still can't believe it's been over three years since I started this. I feel like it was just yesterday. Wow. Um, but then other times when I see something, I'm like, Ugh i been doing this forever it should be further ahead but I'm very hard on myself right so you know I think everyone especially when you're in business you have high expectations for yourself and I think that's okay mm-hmm. I think if you stop having that you stop kind of growing and so I want to keep that for myself that's so that's also my personality
1: that's <laughs> awesome that's awesome now let me ask you a question about marketing and promotion, and, you know, branding, and PR, what are some of your strategies for that, you know, like, what are some of the places that you market, and, you know, what are you actively doing to get your name out there, have you hired a PR person, an agency, or something like that, so,
0: so, to get my name out there, I have to be very honest, it's all been word of mouth, um, I was, yeah, I was really, and I think that's probably why, you know, it's, not taking me a long time but you know it's been over three years it's not like three months Mm -hmm. and I think that I in the beginning I made some mistakes um how do I put it I would try to use money you know because I was just just me trying to figure everything out yeah like doing google and the you know pay-per-click the ppc and doing search engine optimization or seo yeah I think if you're not very skilled in that it's you can drain resources really fast. And I think I saw that happening. I was like, ah, and so I turned it off and I didn't touch it for a while, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. And then once I had the resources, I decided to go a route where I hire someone who knows how to do that. And I think that's one thing I would suggest to any small business Mm -hmm. is that know how to do everything, but know that if you can't do something well, you should hire someone who knows how to do it well but at least you know what they're doing and I mm-hmm. think that's really important I can do everything that I have in my company but if I need to hire like a contractor to do something because they can do it better than me I think that's money well spent yeah and I think that's the hard part I think we try to save on everything and I I realize slowly but surely that it's okay to know how to do everything but you're not going to great at everything. you can't you can't
1: scale doing everything for no, yourself so you it's like time or money so if you do it yourself you're going to end up spending a lot of time you'll save money but you'll end up spending a lot of time then you'll be exhausted then you'll end up hating your business because you're oh, yeah. trying to do everything in your business
0: for sure and but, I, yeah, right for, yeah and i also think like if for instance if i'm going to hire someone to help me do something um like a consultant for like Online or anything like that, Mm -hmm. I need to know, I still need to know what they're talking about. I think you have to be educated in everything that you're doing in your business so that when someone tells you, you're not like, yeah, okay, yeah, that sounds good. I don't know what you're saying. No, you should always know what they're saying. Right. And I think that's really important. And I'm glad I learned the hard way of putting in money, doing online advertising and then Mm -hmm. figuring out like, I'm not very good at this, Mm -hmm. but that's okay.
1: I know how to do it, but I don't know how to do it well.
0: And that's not a bad thing. And that's
1: okay. <laughs> so that so you bootstrapped it, and I mean, and that's that's very admirable. And I think that a lot of people, a lot of people, want to know how you know how do you do that? Like how how do you do that? Like how do you bootstrap it? How do you you know make adjustments in your budget so that you know that you know I need to put this amount aside for my business and this amount aside you know for you know taking care of my bills and things like that. And, for sure. You know. Um. You
0: know, I, that's a really good question. I think, really, in the beginning, I wasn't so focused. I was more, and and even till now, I think it's so important that you're very involved in the community mm-hmm. that you're that you're into, that you're part of the community. And because I was, I just really focused heavily on that, and I still do. Mm-hmm. Um, I I enjoy everyone, and I, you know, I'm very active on Instagram. I talk to a lot of them. I message like so many times in a day. And I feel like I know a lot of these people (laughs) just like they feel like they know me, which is so nice. Good. Um, And, you know, and I think that's important. I think take the time to actually have genuine relationships because people care about that. And then you care about those people and they care about you. So it's a mutual relationship that you you are creating, but multiple levels of it. And I think that that's, it's okay to... this is the problem I really think I think when people or anybody and myself included start a business you're like so stressed and you're Mm -hmm. just so anxious that you become very frantic Mm -hmm. and you're like I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that because I have to make sales and this and that and I think once I took a step back I was like okay let me work on the second mix which was the brownie mix let Mm -hmm. me just chill out for a little bit let me figure out exactly what I want to do and not be just like and I think that once the energy calmed down everything
1: fell into place,
0: everything fell into place. And I think it's just hard for us, right? When you have a business, you're just like so into it. You believe in it so much. You want everyone to see it right when you see it, because you know, it's going to be great and they should love it. And then I just realized, Hey, that's not how it's going to happen. And that's okay. So I have a newfound patience, I think when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I think that's really the first thing is having the patience and the knowledge, just being like, okay, it's fine because it's, People can sense when you're being, like, very, when you have a very, like, frantic energy. And I think it can be awful. Yeah. Really.
1: yeah. When it's just, like, you know, I got to get this sale. If I don't get this sale, I'm not going to be able to pay the mortgage. You got to buy, yeah. buy, 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 buy. Yes.
0: yes. And, you know, and I had the luxury of having my other job until, you know, eight months. Yes. And, and then it, I'm, I got very lucky in that sense. And I have my husband who's very supportive. So I, I was very fortunate. Um, and Mm -hmm. that, but you know, I also saved a lot before, and I think that's very important. I think that the one thing I do think that could be an error is because you were talking about marketing is I think when we, when anyone launches a product, they assume and keep in mind my background, like my degrees are in advertising and PR. Um, that's why I have two degrees and one's in advertising and one's in PR, um, And I think the thing is, when you start that, you can overspend very fast, very fast, very quickly. And I think people think it's so necessary. It's so necessary. I think in the beginning, just kind of perfecting the product, really getting to know who you're targeting, um, like your target audience. I I, I think just really studying everything is so much more important. Mm -hmm. I I think marketing is, it's, it's great. You know, it's my background. I love it. Mm -hmm it's important or I wouldn't have sales, but I I don't think that, I mean, it can be a a really big
1: drain financially. I think that what you did, you did a couple of things, right. Though. I, I think because this is what I heard from you that, you know, um, I went to a seminar with Michael Malkowitz, I think that's the same. Michael Malkowitz, he wrote this book, The Pumpkin Plan, and I think that he wrote the other book, The Toilet Paper Entrepreneur. Oh, okay. And in the book, The Pumpkin Plan, one of the things that he talked about was a lot of times in business, we like to go after that new customer. And one of the things that he said was that it's really never about the new customer. It's about really servicing your existing customer and extending the lifetime value of an Existing customer. So basically, he said it costs ten times more money to, to acquire a new customer than it would be just to service your kind of super fan. You know, the people that already know, like, and trust you. It's all about you know increasing their lifetime value. I think from your story, what I hear that you did right was you were the target audience, and not only that, but you also um, you were in the community so I was, it was, and I it like was easy. <laughs> yeah, it was an easy thing to say, Hey, everybody, you know, now, this is what I'm doing. And, you know, easy to expand from that easy for other people to say, Hey, you know, I got this from her It's great. And that's, I mean, look, that's how I found you from that keto lady who had your mixes and made the chocolate chip cookies. And she was just like, these are amazing. That's
0: so nice. I, I yeah. have to say, though, also, it's I'm, it's very tricky because it depends which community you're in. And I'm really lucky the keto community, the low carb community, the sugar-free diabetic community that's online is very supportive and very nice. And I don't mm-hmm. think that happens. I don't know about other groups yeah, or, or other products that aren't food related or I, I don't know about that. So I won't speak on that. I'm just saying from my experience, I'm very lucky and I feel very grateful. And I let them know that because you know, I, otherwise I would just be like a really crazy lady baking in the kitchen constantly with the Rethertal (laughs) and almond (laughs) flour and sunflower seeds. So I, I think the thing is like, I, I appreciate it. And, um, I have, I have deep gratitude for all those people because I wouldn't have a company without them. And I'm very aware of that. It's not something that I'm not, I'm aware of it every day and I want them to know every day that I'm very grateful for that. So I think that's,
1: something I want to put out there That's <laughs> awesome. emotional
0: I don't want to get emotional
1: <laughs> it's okay if you do it's okay if you do night, so night. so here's the thing um I want to ask you you know there are a lot of women out there that want to you know start a business they have a passion project idea you know what piece of advice would you give to them
0: um great I love this uh start I think that's really the one thing that differentiates entrepreneurs from people with ideas. You have to just start. Honestly, even if, and I think starting and starting on a small scale to begin with, don't feel like you have to go in there and have like eight different, you know, options or varieties. If you do something and you do it well and you love it, start with one. I started with one. And a lot of people say, oh, when you're launching, you should always have at least two to three. And I was like, I can't. I can't afford that and mm-hmm. I don't want to wait. And so I think as long as you just start, it, it'll, it'll take its course. That's, it's, people have a fear and they don't want to start. And even on a small scale, just, just start something, start it like what you like and what you've been thinking that you want to do. And then just test the waters. It's nothing, you know, I think we get, we're very fearful of failure. And I, mean, I think so too oh for sure I'm like because when I put it out there and I know in the beginning most of my followers were either from my low carb account or uh, related to me and if you you go to my post you'll know who my mom is because she's like so proud of you my daughter I was like mom like they know
1: (laughs) so I was going to ask you who is your inspiration but I think I know the answer to that Uh,
0: Both my parents. I'm very close to my mom and dad. My dad came to the U.S. a a long time ago now. I think 50 years now Mm with $300 in his pocket. Came to Brooklyn. It was too cold for him because he came in the winter. Wow. Yeah, 50 years ago to this month. And he's like, no. And he went to Austin. And so we've all... (laughs) Wow. And then my, my mom came and followed him with my two sisters. And from Lebanon and you know just seeing how they built a business my dad has his own company and he's you know him and my mom I don't know how they did it like he didn't even speak English in the beginning and neither did she and she still remembers she had her dictionary like her wow her translation dictionary I don't want to get emotional
1: so yeah (laughs) wow that is so awesome that is so awesome, and God bless you. You know, I both of my parents are deceased, but I can tell you that, you know, they, they had similar backgrounds. Like my father was, you know, from Louisiana. I called him like the Bubba Gump of the South, because <laughs> he was a shrimper, and I mean, and you know, he would sell shrimp, and I mean, you know, he did what he had to do to take care of the family. And my mom, she was a um, cosmetologist and you know, she, she had her own business, but you know, both of them kind of worked and then had their businesses as kind of like side hustles. So, you know, I I see where I get a lot of my energy from and you know, do a lot of the things that I'm doing, you know, I, and I'm also here in New York, but I Say I'm just like a country girl in the city, and I love Austin. I've been to Austin. Thank I you. like I'm very
0: it. Proud of being from Austin, and I it's love it's pretty cool. In New York, so I'm very lucky. I get both
1: the both best worlds. of both worlds. Yeah,
0: sorry for getting emotional.
1: Well, um, you don't have to be sorry for that. I understand. I understand. Yeah, Trust I mean, they're, me, they're I just understand. you know,
0: they're amazing good people. They are, and like seeing my mom with diabetes, I. It's been so hard on her, and I would never want to have to go through that. And she wouldn't want us to have to go through that. So right, you know, and she is like an expert baker, and so really? like, I mean, she will literally. She's like, what is that show where they just give you random ingredients and you have to figure it out? Like she will, yeah, just, like
1: Top Chef,
0: like Top Chef, and she'll look in the closet. She's like, I'm gonna make this today. <laughs> like, what is it? She's like, I'm not sure yet. So wow, she she's a my real dad, artist. She is, and her and my dad are like such hard workers, and still are, and they're just very inspirational. So,
1: speaking of inspiration, what's your favorite quote?
0: Oh my gosh, I wrote it down for you. Okay, (laughs) because I haven't memorized, but just in case something like this would happen where I get emotional and then I forget myself, I've been been obsessed with this quote for a long time, so I'm gonna read it. Okay. Be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. That's Dr. right. It's That's Doctor
1: Dr. Ruth, right? Doctor <laughs> Ruth. <right>? Doctor Seuss. <laughs> oh, I love That's Dr. how you know I have two
0: kids, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I love Dr. Seuss. Let me tell you, one of the things that I always like to do at graduations and whatnot, when people ask me to come and, you know, say a few words, I bring the Dr. Seuss book, All the Places You Will Go. Oh my God. and I you're read not, it. You're
0: just trying to make me cry tonight.
1: <laughs> you like that book too? I do. I love that book. It's emotional today. I love I know, that babe. book it's okay it's okay (laughs) so i want to thank you this has been really amazing you've shared a lot of great gems i think that a lot of people can learn from your story your process and you know, I think that what you've done, you've done it the right way. And my prayer for you is that you have tremendous success and that it just so keeps growing and growing and growing. And since you're here in New York, you know, when I have my networking events, I'm gonna invite you to come out.
0: Please do. And you know, I have try a try not to a, cry when I come.
1: Just uh, that's okay. Listen, we all cry. <laughs> We all cry. We could cry together. We didn't cry
0: together. And then I should just be yes. my kid for story time. <laughs> Perfect.
1: Perfect. This has been great. I'm so happy that you said yes, Dina. And thank you for asking
0: is, me, is actually. Awesome. I, it means a lot to me. I am very supportive of female entrepreneurs. I think it's super important. And I, however I can help, I want to. So thank you for asking me. I really appreciate it
1: awesome 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 so thank you for being here tonight and thank you everyone that decided to tune in i couldn't get the facebook live to work but we'll post this on facebook anyway as the video and uh it'll be on the podcast i'll let you know when it's ready and you can send it out to everybody and just thank you so much and i can't wait to listen i can't wait to try it you know i wanted to come and meet up with you right I said, I I'm going to come and meet up with her because this huh. is what I wanted to do. I wanted to have it here, baked, and just eat it in front of everybody. So that I would I could love
0: that. You would have that. I mean, yeah. you don't want to be around me today because, you know, I've been trying to feel better after my, my whole food poisoning incident. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll feel better. It'll get better. It'll get better. And we'll meet up one day. I will. And, you know, we'll be... and I will. Awesome awesome so thank you so much and thank you everybody for listening and stay tuned for the relaunch of the network for women in business which is an online marketing platform and we just do a lot of great things for female entrepreneurs entrepreneurs, we try to bring you the best of the best and, you know, to give you a lot of knowledge and inspiration. Our motto is that we educate to elevate women in business. And so look out for what we have planned for this year. Thank you guys so much for being here and thank you so much, Dina. We are now officially done. So you can get back to your family. Hey, guys. Wasn't Dina just great? What a great interview! And I mean, I learned so much about the process of starting a business. She's just fantastic. Don't forget to go check out her low-carb and keto-friendly mixes at Goodies.com. That's G-O-O-D-D-E-E-S.com. And don't forget to use the coupon code Tony Saves 15 so that you can save 15% on your order. That's Tony T O N I saves 15 and thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next time on the aim to win in business and life podcast
0: thank you for listening to the aim to win in business and life podcast with tony coleman brown please visit tony coleman for more information on this episode and get ready to win